0: The says, and it's quite a harsh gon, but I think maybe we have a little bit more of an understanding. at the time when a person dies, It is a very strong day of Din. The expression strong, simply speaking, in this context means context means it's Hosh, Kmoish Kasov, Yehem Hashem Hagadol, Ma Tzorach Shom Gibor. I think he's right. From the pasuk, is the notion of Gibor. It's it's powerful. It's Gvuris. Vahane Shama, and the soul, Kode Meisai Heber Aglayim. The soul before the before a person dies is in the legs. Vetzricha Laaloyis Lagarim. And it has to rise up to the throat, the base to the place where a person swallows. Va'oz muchrach li'roisa shchina, and then when the soul rises up from the feet to the throat, the person has to stare, has to see the shchina, b'en tzaddik bein, bein rasha, whether he be a tzaddik or a rasha. Rak ba rasha, if he's an evil person, has shchina misdalekas tekev. The shechinah immediately disappears after he's been seen. Then the angel of death causes him tremendous pain. And he pulls out his mm. neshama, this the expression that Gemma Baruches uses, like rope through a thin hole. There's, 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 there's not enough space to pull the rope out, so he, he has to yank it out. It's a very arduous process. But in regard to the Tzadik, The Shechina doesn't remove itself from him. Until the Shechina accompanies him to his place. And his Neshama leaves with a kiss strange expression and the three of us come to meet him and these correspond to the three melachim which evaluate his deeds as he's going to bring later on in the next simon so the interesting point over here is the way the Gohan says that the neshama, before, before a person dies, is in the raglayim. How did the neshama get so low? We described when we were speaking about raglayim, that raglayim are the furthest thing from a person's, certainly the furthest furthest thing from the seichel, but they're also the furthest limbs from the heart, and they're so low that the bottom of the foot touches the ground. So the neshama rests in the bottom of the being, if it's, seemingly if it's not a tzaddik. The neshama rests in the reglaim. Now, the footnotes over here quotes the Tur. We'll just go through it briefly. The Tur in Simon Reishchof Veis in regard to the lochah which says Adam al shem shem al A person is obligated to recite a, a tefillah on evil as much as it is on good. Ki ha lo-oivdei Hashem because something bad happening to an oivdeh Hashem hi-toivosom v'simchosom is in fact good and happy. Ki ven she avo because he accepts with love, my shagozo love ishem is both what Hashem decrees upon him. Nimsa Shabakabolas Rahzu it comes out that with this acceptance of this negative thing which occurred, who Aived Hashem She Sma Simchaloy. He's Oyv Hashem, which is a tremendous simcha for him. The Pajabchhat in that a person has to be Mavarikala Rochem Shemavarakala Toy is in the way you do it. Just like you your mevarchalatoy. When you, have a, when you want to give thanks to something good happening, you do so with a joy. So when something bad happens, you do, you do so with joy. So the Torah comes to answer, where would the joy lie? Seemingly, it's very negative. Why would you be happy? And he explains that since a negative occurrence is something which is a challenge to a person, but he's happy to take on the challenge, on the contrary, it stretches him to excel in a particular aspect of his character, and that excellent excellence is what he's seeking to achieve so therefore that fills him with a sense of gratifi- gratification and simcha then he quotes Gemara then, then he quotes uh, actually a Goan in the Giddas Esther and the Gon says as follows called echad lefi he described that Yisrael O'Him Basha that the Yidin went and indulged in the meal of a Khashbay which was not the right thing for them to do. And he explains what was wrong with their eating and drinking. Each one went according to his habit, even towards the time of death and even after death. He continues and says, and this is a bit of a very different perspective, or perhaps we're used to thinking. He says that even after a person dies, he continues to live in exactly the same way as he did before he died. a rasha, evil person, that was in the habit of always fulfilling his desires. Kasha he finds death difficult. But whereas a tzaddik that was only ever striving to fulfill the will of the Creator finds it very easy. Sorry. the god himself who wrote this parish before he died he cried and he said right now I can for a few piastres, gain eternity and in Olam I, I can't. The mile of Olam is what you can do with it for your eternity. He's happy in other words when his time, time comes the process of death
1: you to do more 100%. 100% absolutely
0: he'd, he'd have the regret over dying for losing the opportunity to do more but the process of death won't be difficult for him OVA is, descri- is describing the transition the transition won't be a difficult transition The m- the movement from one space to the next the reason I'm quoting this is not to is not to, <laughs> is not to speak about death per se. It's rather to explain this f- interesting phrase that the nishama rests in your regal. I've noticed an interesting thing with myself, and this is a, something that I need to work on, and that is I spend a lot of my time running, not training physically for it, but moving from one to place, place to the next, running. And if you we're talking about walking and and legs and how they work together. Now there's two the pace of walking is also is also descriptive of a person's being. We said that every aspect that a person manifests physically has some type of deeper message as in regard to what the person is. We described crossing your legs meaning means that you're rooted in the in the position where you are. We describe that walking is a non-cognitive it's a ca- it's a action which doesn't require thought. You can just go. And there's different types of walking. Running is an unnatural way of walking. It's not the norm. For a person to go from one place to the next, as a human being, you don't naturally run. The only time you run is when there's a level of urgency and a heightened desire involved in the running. So, running can be good or bad. Running can be good or bad. Running when there's no definite goal, but just that you are late because you can't manage to fit things into time, describes a life which is unthought out. A life which is haphazard. A person runs because he realizes that he hasn't got the allotted amount of time to do what he needs to do, so he has to overextend himself and to do what he can't do in the amount of time given to him. No, uh, you're going you know what I'm saying? A, for example, a person whose life is well thought out and planned, he realizes that he needs to be at a specific sa- place at a given time, so he plans how you'll get there. It's, no, it's not necessary to run, because he can walk at ease and he can get there on time. A person that doesn't have foresight, so he tries to do a thousand things, and he lands up doing one thing and then he looks at his watch and he realizes he's late so he runs to the bus and he just gets the bus at the last moment he arrives and he has to run because the person's always running when I look at my life I see I always run and it's descriptive of the fact that I find it very difficult to have an approach in life that's long term I live very much with a very short sighted vision and I only realized how how Problematic it was when I started to pay attention how much of my day I spent running. Running is almost, if it's not used in the proper context, it's almost the excessive abuse of your of your legs, because instead of instead of it's like almost negative thought that you, you just you don't you don't even have the peace of mind to put one foot in front of the next. It's the the ghan says that the Neshama rests in the Raglayim when you are Rasha it means that you don't live life you walk through life unthinkingly and running haphazardly is a perfect illustration of that point on the other hand running towards a focused desire not because you lack the time but you actually want to get there quicker because you can't you can't handle the space between you so that's the height of running, and that's why the halacha is that you should run to show. even on Shabbos. You should run to shul even on Shabbos. Near the father of okay. Should chase. So a person's feet should be running. So in other words, you can use running for the good. When you run for the good, it means that you utilize your internal physical strength to express. The connection that you have, and that you don't want distance to be between you and the thing of your, the object of your desire, so you want it to be closed immediately. So you sprint towards it, but sprinting because you're late and because you're untimed, so then that's just sheer haphazard activity in life. The so God says a basic yisroit, and this is something which is very surprising to us. One would think when you die. So since your, your human body stops to function and the body is your ears, your eyes, your nose, your nose, your mouth you'd think that the person you were also has to depart. Because how can you like food without a stomach? How can you speak without a mouth? And how can you can have a desire for becoming a yachtsman without a sea or a yacht? And the Kiddush that the Ghan says is that nothing changes. Nothing changes. The only thing that changes is now you have, in the words of Hamlet, shuffled off your mortal coil. You've taken the thing which traps you and you've let go of it. You've, you've stripped your outer garment. So now the essence remains and the essence is whoever I am. So w- what is the person I am? Well, it's whatever you were whatever you were, you were the, the, the point of death is not a is not a complete reworking of the inner being it's just a shedding off of the outer, outer coat so now this becomes problematic <laughs> for me because to describe it in the following way there's a show in Yerushalayim, which davens on Shabbos from 8 o'clock in the morning until approximately 2 o'clock at night. Ah! 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Sorry. 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Now, take two people into that shul. And put them both in. Say, okay guys, daven away. And the one person has a tremendous connection to Twitter. And he dives through Twitter slowly with thought. And then he gets to Ashray. And you can almost, he has to hold his breath, because Ashray is the synthesis of all the parts of creation. It's the Aleph base, save one letter, the Nun, which is fascinating why the Nun is left out of Ashray. And it has this two verse, two verse introduction, which is also strange. Because it's Ashrei, but really, Aramimcha is the first verse in Ashrei. But before he gets into the Ashrei, he actually has to proclaim the connection that he has by reciting the Ashrei Yoisvei Beishecha, and he has a sense of complete and total contentment that he's able to be in a context which is not only some type of recently invented way of connecting to the ultimate source of creation but it's thousands of years old and he's there sitting in this context and he's saying words which themselves are thousands of wo- years old and they've st- withstood the test of time through millions and millions of mouths through all the four corners of the earth and he feels asher a sense of absolute and complete explosive happiness yesher and then he goes, And when he says, He has a notion of upliftment and the ability that Hashem has, the power. Elohim is the sovereign of all powers in the world, the king. And he ponders on each and every word. He gets to and he thinks about the nature of scientific discovery in the recent centuries, and he's astounded. Each and every generation, your deeds will be improved. Because as science moves forward, the incredible complexity of the known universe just becomes more and more revealed. But with its revelation, so the mystery never ceases to be. So he says, (laughs) And he becomes completely enraptured in this. And he doesn't realize it's taken him 15 minutes to say, By the time he gets to the end of it. He's in a completely different state. So he doesn't notice. And the truth is, by the time 2 o'clock comes, he has no idea where the time has gone. Next to him was Davening his friend. His friend starts off and he knows that I think he's unaware of the time limits or the time span. So he goes... <laughs> and he gets to it's Shabbos, it's Chavez, And he looks around. And he's like... Well, he like, looks around and he's like, thinks someone's going to start doing something soon. And then breathes a sigh of relief the chazan goes up and he thinks oh long last I've been waiting like 15 minutes for this and the chazan goes up and goes and he realizes they've just finished Korbanus they've just finished Korbanus so he's already at Shirei he can't speak so he goes to start thinking okay basically I'm going to find another minion." like, hell. Dester says, the difference between heaven and hell is not the place, it's the person. <laughs> this is hell. What do you want me to do here? I'm, I'm bored. I'm going out of my brain. Goes to the door. There's a God. Gestures with his eyes. Back to your seats. So,
1: mm, 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 mm.
0: does some wild gesticulations. The guy just sits there, stony-faced, the key to the door in his hand. And he has to reluctantly go back to his seat and he thinks, well, maybe there's a Gomorrah, he looks at the shelves, only <laughs> Sidurim. So he thinks, well, maybe there's a Mephorashim on the Sidurim. Mamish just straight, tefillah, nothing, sits there thinking, I'm in hell. I mean hell the other person next to him is is flying. He's on to like his third Hallelujah now. He's getting really warmed up. Each has understand why the Hallelujah is linked together. Each word. <laughs> <laughs> so Heaven and Hell is not a place, it's, it's a state of being, and if you can connect to that state of being, so it's and if you can't, so it's very, very, very hellish. <laughs> That's why the Rebbeinu Jonas says the following strange <coughs> phrase. He says, Rezoinche, quotes, <coughs> Rezoinche, do you never want to die? I have an eter for you. Musa, Shiloi die before you die. The process of death is only traumatic if you have to leave something behind. So if a person's rooted in this world, and everything that makes him who he is, is linked to the material, so when you have to leave it all behind, it's very, <coughs> very painful. If on the other hand, the person is completely connected to that which is beyond the physical, and the things that she values the most, and desires, and connects to, are things which are not trapped within the physical parameters, so then death is an incredible liberation. It's oh gosh, it's long lost. <laughs> in a certain way. In a certain way. Um yes, Michael.
1: What if the the guy who's freaking out in the show because he's not allowed to leave and whatnot is because he's this is gonna be less time to be able to spend with my kids, it's gonna be less time to be able to learn, to do this. I'm going through the I'm saying what I say and I feel it, but I'm making use of my time. I wanna run to the next mitzvah I can do and the guy, the, the guy who's spending it they both the
0: bochim time. they have no family
1: mm-hmm.
0: they have nothing else to do it's Shabbos they're eating at the person who davens in the minion <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're
0: eating at the person who davens <laughs> in the minion okay <laughs> so let's deal with that case we can easily find a way out of it but I'm
1: saying like what about no like I want to talk
0: I want to talk about that person You know, I want to explain to you is the discomfort of being in a place where you can't connect to what's happening around you, and the reason why you can't connect to what's happening around you is the thing, the event doesn't speak your language. So the 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 response to that is frustration and boredom, and so what, so what happens is the God sees that you're really frustrated, so he. Um, he gestures to you and he says come over here and you're like quite excited you think he's going to let you out and he says do you want to know what time the doubling finishes mm, 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 mm. <laughs> so he says look out the window he looks out the window he says you see that very 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 high mountain he goes mm-hmm mm-hmm says, finishes when every 1,000 years a feather falls on top of the mountain. When the feathers have worn down the mountain, you can go. It's eternity. Enjoy. Ah, 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 Even more. <laughs> you look very much like the uh, Yes, Ari. What about people who are ADD on a mobile? What about... Um,
1: you know, I wasn't going to say it like that, but I'm thinking about it. I was basically going to <laughs> that. <about those> <laughs> See, like, look, I mean, what most people can't sit there for... Can't sit in a show for Let's say Let's say, shop Shabbos morning is uh, on average two hours. So you go to a menu that takes four hours. it's Much more difficult to focus. Whoa, whoa, whoa!
0: Slow down, slow down.
1: okay, it's, it, it's A lot more difficult to focus four hours than it would be to focus for two hours, right? Right. And for for example, like uh, when you're reading, uh, let's say when you're reading in English, uh, it's improving. You comprehend it. You comprehend the words better when you read multiple words at once. For
0: example. I I, I I'm not again. Uh, don't worry. I'm not going to force you to go to the
1: shul. Okay.
0: You can go to you can go to Gan you can go to you can go to Tehillah you can dive in wherever you want. The point the point that I'm trying to say is 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 the point point I'm trying to say is that in order for a person to be nourished by an environment he has to be able to connect to the environment. And if you haven't got the mind frame and the skill set Correct. Correct. He was told. He was told.
1: That's going to be make the most of it because this is where you're Precisely.
0: So he needs preparation. He needs to know what the, what's going to be, wh- wh- what it's going to look like. So therefore, he has to be coached in that way. If he thinks that he's going to be in a, like, if he thinks that he's in a, in a, in a one-half-hour minion, so he's going to rush to Prisikazimra because he's not sure at what, what point in time the is going to stand up. But if he knows that's what's going to happen, so he needs to, he, he needs he builds up the skill set to do so. So we know that in the, <coughs> In Olam Harbor, there are going to be no Holly Davidsons. There aren't. <laughs> there are going to be no iPhones. No, no hamburgers. No Tuesday baked ZD. Oh, that's
1: tough. <laughs>
0: There's going to be no chicken wings. Yeah. Well, two 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 of it could be in Gehenna, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only chicken. <laughs> <laughs> only chicken wings. Sorry, um, where have I come to? You come to uh, the I'm, place I where your point. Your point wasn't you force. It. I'm in the middle of a joke, Sorry. please. <laughs> yeah,
1: sure.
0: Sorry, no. You finish. You finish. I'm. I'm going to respect your right to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> The point is Ari, the point is that <laughs> you connect to a place where you have the skill set to deal with it. And Olam Haba requires a spiritual skill set. If you spend your lifetime working on your physical skill set, when you get to Olam Haba, it's the ultimate sense of frustration because you're in a place where it doesn't speak to what you've developed over the course of a lifetime. So we're
1: we learning and governing everything just so that we could handle
0: the next world. Absolutely all the...
1: That's
0: not Lishma. No, it's not Lishma. It's not Lishma. So that's an interesting thing. But again, the point you wanted to bring out from this is the fact that the Gohan says that the, the, the Raglaim are the, are the default position where the Neshama lies, which means a person locks his Neshama into his bi activity, which is a, a distraction of the Neshama. It shouldn't be there. The should be in your mind, it should be in your heart, it shouldn't be in your legs. But a person that just goes down, goes by rote and just follows his habitual, what he did yesterday, does today because he did yesterday, and, he, and keeps on going the same, 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 same thing, so then a the person falls into a trap. And that's yes, Zach. So, what happens if the person plans in his
1: day to run? So he says I've got this to do, and then five minutes later I've got this to do, and so I, I understand it's going to be hard, so I'm going to have to run, and then he plans to eat, but and where he's going to run—that's run? a different
0: kind of running. That's that, that, thats a different kind of running. That's a, an awareness of how much I have to achieve, and the awareness, the speed I have to achieve it. It's different from I put too many things into my day, now I don't know where I am. Now the only way to do it is I have to run. That—that's an uncalculated being drawn after something which is so not. Pre-plan, and it okay. it's great. And also trai- training for the marathon, no,
1: like get the classic th-
0: running, th- chi, th- chi th- running. Th-
1: which is worse of the two? To, to, to rush to it because you planned it out horribly or to say, eh, whatever. Like, wh- what's worse? To actually want to get it done, you just plan?
0: It could be that th- running running is worse. Because running gives you the the but illusion th- the, the illusion that you're being extremely productive but because you're running around like a chicken without a head you actually you're not going in any particular direction
1: right. but, whereas
0: if you don't do anything so then you it's much easier to come into contact into into to confront that I'm not doing anything I better do something
1: no no but I'm saying it's not that I'm not doing anything I'm going to do something it's I'm not doing anything whatever I guess I just won't do anything um, I, I, to me, because we're equating we're it with loneliness, and that's like, what's the point? I'm not going to get it So done in other words, if the only
0: options are running or complete nothingness then I agree with you, running is better. Yeah. But if the options are running inactivity but with an awareness of a person who's conscious a person who's, who's awake to himself so then it could be that Inactivity is easier to realize your less your your non-productive state than running is. Uh, The kiddushi is a person can be frenetically engaged and be completely non-productive because his direction isn't clear. So if you're running around in circles, you're always busy. You're always busy. You're always busy, but you're going nowhere. You're going nowhere fast.
1: Rabbi, when when you, so, you're saying that like if you find life like, that it's monotonous and that nothing's changing, you actually have to make sure that you make a change. So Absolutely. You know, it's a bad thing. To it's a terrible sad, thing. Where, where you, like, but, but in a way, if you plan everything out, sometimes it can be like that. You know, let's say, I don't know, you're at university, you know your schedule, you've planned it, you know, it takes this long to walk there and whatever it is. And,
0: but then it becomes monotonous
1: you
0: don't I, have agree to with you. Things
1: I agree with you but yet you still so
0: what, what ultimately one has to do is to try to find the, the newness in the old because if you look at the Jewish, Jewish day it's pretty structured three times a day you dive in yeah. especially in Yeshiva you know what you're doing exact, almost every second of the day so you have, to find, you have to find the newness underneath the surface. The newness can't come from the external change, it has to come from the internal change.
1: So you can't make a concerted effort to implement new things into your day-to-day life? You have to actually find, find, the, find
0: it within is. this that today, even though it appears to be I'm staying in the same place f- for the same time, it's a completely new experience today. It's completely different. So That's the opposite it's of it's legs, do you understand? It's
1: changing your, your mind frame.
0: It's changing your mind frame, and it's also, well, it's, it's much harder in davening In, in learning, it's easy because you're getting new in input. Yeah. In davening it's harder because the newness is very subtle. Because the words are the same, and the format is the same. So, you, to find the newness, you have to have a much more sophisticated skill set. Okay, yes, sir yes, that. last thing with
1: driving you rush somewhere, would it actually be
0: the same as walking? Rushing, r- driving, dr- rushing, driving is the same as running, it's not the same as walking. Right? Yeah, for sure. It's
1: the same thing. If you, if